generation of world shakers. And today we are praying. We're saying, God, give us a strategy in Jesus' name. For every struggle, there's a strategy. Can you see David? Goliath is a problem. Oh, he's shouting all these insults to the people of God. The people of God are surrounded. They're in trouble. There's a struggle. And everybody is crying. Everybody is weeping until God raises up a David and gives a David a strategy. You see, Saul said to David, I want you to get my armor. I want you to get my weaponry and go over there and fight that Goliath. How many people know when you're fighting a giant, you can't go very close to the giant because he's going to hammer you. So God gave David a strategy. God says, don't take that sword. I want you to use this little slingshot. I know it's tiny. I know, I know it's small. I know it's not, a, it's, it's not a weapon for warfare. I know it doesn't really add up, but I want you to use the slingshot. And David tried Saul's armor, but he resorted to using what God told him. I want you to know that if you're going to be strategic, you have to stop being a copycat. You need to pray and ask God to download a strategy to you. Come on, somebody shout amen. We compare each other so much. We copy what other people are doing. God might be giving you a little slingshot. It doesn't look like much, but that's what it's going to take for you to kill your Goliath. So I pray right now in the name of Jesus that God's going to give you confidence over the strategy that is given you in the name of Jesus. Goliath fell because God gave one world shaker. A strategy. For every struggle, there's a strategy. For every struggle, there's a strategy. Here's my testimony, guys. I came from Africa in 1998. Came into this region. And listen, before I came to America, I had no idea that different parts of America were different. I came to America, Bobby, after I watched a movie called Beverly Hills Cop. So... I thought that's what I was coming to. Palm trees and Ferraris. And uh, I told my friends, hey, I'm going to America, man. Going to Beverly Hills. I showed up in Boston. <laughs> I said, what is this? Is this America? Nobody was talking to me. I said hello to this girl. Hey, how you doing? She, she told her mother I was hitting on her. I'm just saying hello. I'm just an innocent African guy saying hello. I'm not hitting on you. I realized very quickly that, I mean, you don't talk to people. You leave people alone. They do their own thing. And people started telling me, man, because I had a vision. God gave me a vision. I saw that God was going to use me to bring thousands upon thousands upon thousands of people. And people started telling me that doesn't happen in Boston, maybe in Atlanta or Houston or L.A. But that does not happen in Boston. Sorry, African dude. Maybe that happens. That stuff happens in Africa, but not here. Somebody shout strategy. Come on, somebody shout for every struggle, there's a strategy. I got homeless, and because I got homeless, I got broken, and I had no choice but to fast and pray. I wasn't fasting because I really wanted to fast. I was fasting because I didn't have food. God has a way of drawing your attention, somebody. And in this time of fasting and prayer, God gave me a strategy. God downloaded a strategy in me. I pray that God's going to give you grace for prayer. Grace for waiting upon God. And as you begin to wait upon him, he's going to download strategy into you. God said to me, 
I want you to go to worship leaders. Somebody shout worship leaders. I want you to just go to worship leaders as many as you can and give them the vision and tell those worship leaders to tell other worship leaders and give them the vision and tell those worship leaders to tell others and to go to their churches and to spread this thing. Now, I got insecure. God said to speak to the worship leaders, but I thought I needed the endorsement of pastors. So instead of talking to worship leaders, I spent an entire year trying to pursue the pastors because I thought if I can talk to the pastors, if they can give me an endorsement, I'm just some guy, I'm a nobody, I need their endorsement, I desperately need their endorsement. Maybe if I get their endorsement, I'm going to be a somebody. And I failed miserably that whole year, completely failed because I was not doing it God's way. I was not doing it God's way. I felt miserably. One time I went to see this pastor. I gave her flyers for my meetings. And she took these flyers and she threw them in a trash can. As soon as I turned around, I saw my flyers. I was like, oh, my God. I wasn't ashamed either. I went right there and I picked up my flyers from the trash, wiped off that cake. And I, and I went home crying, driving, crying back to my pregnant wife. And God said, are you going to do it my way or are you going to do it your way? And I started talking to worship leaders. The strategy was to talk to worship leaders. God gave me 2 Chronicles 20 verse 20 where King Jehoshaphat was surrounded by three armies. And the Lord told him, take the worshipers ahead of the battle. God says, talk to the worshipers. Somebody say, talk to the worshipers. As soon as I did God's strategy, everything started exploding. Somebody shot explosion. As soon as I started talking to the worship leaders... In less than three years, we had over 8,000 people at Agana Serena, 2010. And then things just began to pour. Nights of worship. We had over 5,000 people in Connecticut. Over 2,000 in Portland, Maine. Uh, just, just started exploding and exploding. Ex TBN called me and said, you need to address. I was able to address over 3 billion people because God's strategy works. Oh, come on, somebody. God's strategy works. I told you. Israel was surrounded by five and six armies, but God gave a soldier a strategy. Where there's a strategy, God will give you breakthrough. I want to submit to you, the reason you're in that place, the reason you're stagnant, the reason you're in that place, the reason you're stuck, the reason you're in that wilderness is because you need a God-given strategy. And I declare that over you in the name of Jesus. I told you last Sunday, we can shout. We can shout and just prophesy over you and just say, God's going to bless you. You're going to become that. You're going to become this. And we, we love to declare that as churchy people, and it's good to do that. But I want you to know something. We can declare all the stuff we want, but until God gives you a strategy, you're going to be stagnant. So I declare over you right now in the name of Jesus that God would open your eyes and give you strategy. Somebody say amen and amen. Let's read Acts chapter 6. Acts chapter 6. I'm going to come out here because I want us to read together. Acts chapter 6. We're going to read this together. One, two, three, go. In those days, a number of disciples, the Hellenistic Jews, among them complained against the Hebraic Jews because their widows were being overlooked in the daily distribution of food. Stay right there. In those days, the number of disciples was increasing. They were, they were in a season where they were beginning to see some momentum. Some things were beginning to happen. This is when Jesus had left and gone to heaven and left the disciples. And so they started to see 
God moving, the spirit of God was moving, and disciples were being increased among them. But then the second thing that happens was chaos started. Somebody say chaos. The Hellenistic Jews among them complained against the Hebraic Jews. Confusion and chaos started to break out. It's possible to be in the middle of a momentum and have chaos. It's possible to be at a place where there's a move of God and things are happening, but there's chaos. It's possible to be at a place where your marriage is flourishing, but your kids are in trouble. It's possible to be at a place where your kids are in order, but your marriage is struggling. It's possible to be at a place where things are in trouble. Go to the next one. Let's keep reading. So the twelve gathered all the disciples together and said, let's read one, two, three. It would be right for us. It would not be right for us to neglect the ministry of the word of God in order. Straight right there. So they begin to receive strategy. We have momentum, some things are happening, but there's chaos, there's confusion, there's conflict. And so they began to say, so the 12 gathered all the disciples together. They had a little board meeting. And they began to say, it would not be right for us to neglect the ministry of the word of God in order to wait on tables, in order to be part of this conflict. So they, they begin to devise a strategy. Keep reading. Verse 3. One, two, three, go. Brothers and sisters, choose men from among you who are known to be full of the Holy Spirit and wisdom. We will turn this responsibility over. Awesome. You guys sound amazing. Keep that verse right there. They begin to devise a strategy. They said instead of us. Just fighting about this food and all that's going on. Let's have a, a strategy. We need a plan. So they say, let's have some brothers who are full of the Holy Spirit and wisdom. God, give us people in this place that are full of the Holy Spirit and wisdom. So let's have men and we're going to turn this responsibility over to them. We're going to get some people that are full of the Holy Spirit and they have wisdom and they're going to become administrators. They're going to become managers. They're going to help with the distribution of the food and they're going to develop strategy in this area. Verse 4, and we will give our attention to prayer and the ministry of the word. They're saying we don't want all of us to be stuck in this confusion. We need some people praying and we need some people managing. We need some people doing the spiritual stuff and we need some people doing the practical stuff. So let's get a strategy together. Somebody shout strategy. Let's keep reading. Verse 5. One, two, three, go. This proposal pleased the whole group. They chose Stephen, a man full of faith in the Holy Spirit. And also Philip, Prochorus. I'll, let those, I'll, I'll, let, I'll give those names for you guys to say them. See how quickly I drop out? Just drop out real quick. Need, 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 need what? Just drop out real quick. It pleased all of them. This strategy was pleasing to them. They endorsed the strategy. Let's run with this strategy. You see, they were going through confusion, and that confusion was going to grow. Because you have to know this. Darkness grows like a cancer. Confusion can quickly grow. Don't undermine the power of confusion. And so God gave him a strategy. Let's go to verse 6. They presented the men to the apostles who prayed and laid their hands on them. They endorsed the strategy with prayer. Keep reading. So the word of God 
Stop right there. One more time. Let's read that together. One, two, three, go. So the word of God spread. The numbers of disciples in Jerusalem increased. One more time. It increased. And the large number of priests became obedient to the faith. There was an acceleration of, of victory. There was an acceleration of growth because of strategy. There was chaos that was happening, even though they had some momentum. But there was chaos happening, which simply means even though they had momentum, God had more for them. There's so much that they could have released, they didn't even know it. Until they put a strategy in place, God began to give them increase rapidly. Somebody shout rapidly. I declare that as God begins to give you strategy, there's going to be increase in your life rapidly in the name of Jesus. Somebody shout, shout strategy. One more time, strategy. Same thing. Like in the beginning, God released creativity everywhere, but there was confusion. The world was formless. But here's what I want you to do. I want to read one scripture for you. I skipped the scripture intentionally. Let's go back to Genesis chapter 1 verse 3. Genesis chapter 1 verse 3. Now you guys as believers should know this scripture. One, two, three, go. And God said, let there... Oh! Did you guys just see that? Did you see that? One more time. Let's do that together. One, two, three, go. And God said... Let there be revelation of strategy. When the Bible says, let there be light, many people think God was creating the sun. How many people know God did not create the sun until the fourth day? First day, God said, let there be light. Second day, God separated the dry ground from the waters. Third day, God created the plants and the trees. Fourth day, God created the sun, the, sun, the moon, and the stars. Fifth day, God created the fish and everything that dwells in the water. Sixth day, God created the animals and man. The sun was not created until the fourth day. So when God said, let there be light, what was God creating? He was not creating the natural light that you see. God was releasing a dimension of revelation. He said, let there be revelation. Let there be strategy. Begin to see what other people cannot see with their naked eyes. I declare over you that God will open your eyes to begin to see things that people cannot see with their naked eyes in your workplace, in your family. I declare that God will open up your eyes to begin to see. I declare over you, let there be light in the name of Jesus. Somebody take it and shout, hallelujah. Open our eyes to see. Verse 1, God released creativity, creativity, creativity. Verse 2, there was no, no strategy, no creativity, no productivity. And then verse 3, God says, let there be light. Let there be revelation. For every struggle, there's a strategy. The reason there's darkness in areas of your life is because God has not revealed it to you yet. You've not seen what God is doing in that area. I came into Boston and there was darkness. People were saying these things, these great things don't happen. People don't gather like this in this area until God downloaded a strategy. When God gives you a strategy, no weapon formed against you will prosper. 
in the name of Jesus. Come on, let's just make a demand together on strategies. God, give us strategies. God, open our eyes. Open our eyes to see. I pray that this church is not going to be a church filled with just the people that are playing church. God, this church is going to be a place where people are receiving strategy. In the name of Jesus, we declare innovations. In the name of Jesus, witty ideas. Creativity in business. Creativity in education. Creativity in medical science. Creativity in every sphere of life. Creativity in communications, media. Creativity in sports and entertainment. If that's you, receive that in the name of Jesus. Say, yes, I receive it. Hallelujah. We're here to shake the world. We're here to shake Boston, but it's going to take a strategy. As we end here, I want to give you three things that God's strategy requires. Somebody shout three. Number one, God's strategy requires listening. God's strategy requires listening. Somebody say listening. I want to tell you this. I personally believe as a pastor, as a prayer warrior, I believe that 90 to 95% of people just pray, 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 pray and never listen. The reason we have the church, people who pray and do so much, but there's little creativity, little innovations, little results is because a lot of us know how to pray. God, I want you to give me this. God, I want you to bless me. God, I want you to do this. God, I want you to do this. God. And when God is about to say something, you're like, I'm out. And then you come back the next day. God, I want you to bless me. God, you know this is happening. God, my mother. God, my father. God. Okay, I want to tell you. Okay, I'm out, God. See you next time until I'm in trouble again. God, I'm in trouble again. I want you to give me this. Uh, 20 years later, you've been a Christian and you're not a world shaker because you're not listening. God's strategies require listening. The Bible says in the book of Isaiah chapter 40 verse 31, They that wait upon the Lord shall mount up with wings as eagles. They will run and not grow weary. They will walk and not faint. They shall do exploits because they wait upon God. They listen. I had a, <laughs> I dated this girl years ago. Man, she loved to talk. She loved to talk. And she would talk to me and talk to me. We'd be on the phone. I could not get a word in. You can laugh. I couldn't get a word in. I could not get a word in. I'm telling you, a week later, I was just like, I can't do this. How many people would love to have a friendship with somebody who never gives them a chance to speak? Your real friend is a person who you can talk to. And have relationship. Prayer is not a monologue. It's a dialogue. I want to teach you something. If you're a word shaker, learn to pray 50% of the time. And listen 50% of the time. Watch what God will tell you. Watch what God will begin to tell you. Watch the strategies that God will begin to tell you. Watch the things that God will begin to download into your spirit. Somebody shout, strategy requires listening. Somebody shout, listening. I pray right now in the name of Jesus for God to help you to be attentive and to listen. Some of the most powerful moments in this services are when nobody is singing, nobody is saying something. We're just waiting and lingering in the presence of God. 
And I want to teach this church when we get into those moments, please don't feel awkward. Just worship. Just begin to listen. Just begin to listen. Just begin to listen. Stand up on your feet if you can. Just begin to listen. Just begin to listen. Man, I want you to set that atmosphere. I want you to begin to just set that atmosphere. We're going to practice this today. We're going to practice this today. We're going to practice how to listen. I do with this. I do this every week. I take time and I just lay in the presence of God. I just begin to listen. I just begin to listen. Strategies require listening. Stay right there. I'm going to give you the other two and then we're going to go back to that place. Strategies require consistency. Somebody shout consistency. One more time, shout consistency. God spoke to a man called Naaman. Naaman was sick. God said to Naaman, I want you to go into that river Jordan and I want you to dip in that river seven times. And he went in there, one. And do it again, two. Do it again, and three. God, nothing is happening here. No, nothing is changing. I've given you a strategy. It's, it sounds foolish, but keep going, Naaman. Four, nothing is going on. Five, nothing is going on. Six, nothing is going on. And there are people in this place, God gave you a strategy, but you walked out at number two and you stopped. You walked away. And you walked out of a miracle. You walked right out of a blessing. Keep going. Keep fighting. Keep praying for that child. Keep believing. Write that book. Sing that song. Shoot another video. Start another business. Keep going. Keep going at it. Come on. Keep going. Keep praying. Keep believing. If God told you, don't stop until he changes the strategy. Keep believing. And then number seven, he received a miracle. Number seven simply means in the right time. Seven is a number of perfection. So he kept going. He kept going until God perfected him. You need to learn how to keep consistently doing what God has told you until he's perfected you. Somebody shout consistency. Come on, somebody shout consistency. And lastly, God's strategy requires teamwork. Somebody shout teamwork. You can't do it by yourself. Can't do it by yourself. The scripture I read for you in Acts chapter 6. They came together and they developed a strategy together. Some, of, some were going to be managers and some were going to be praying. Some were going to do this and some were going to do that. God's strategies require teamwork. Some of us spend the, less, the, the rest of our lives trying to strengthen our weaknesses what you need to do is you need to find people who compensate and supplement your weaknesses. People who have strengths in areas where you're weak and come together and form a strategy and begin to believe God, begin to push together. God's strategy requires teamwork. Somebody shout teamwork. God spoke to Moses, get leaders of thousands, hundreds, fifties, and tens and worship together and begin to do something and God give them victory. Somebody shout teamwork. Somebody shout teamwork. Joshua, the walls of Jericho are here. Go around this wall together. Seven times. Go around it together. Seven times. Do it again. Consistently. Do it again. And do it again. And do it again. And at the seventh time, on the seventh day, I want you to shout together. Somebody shout together. In unity, as a team, I want you to shout together. I want you to declare something together as a team. You need to find somebody who is foolish enough to believe in the strategy that God has given you and walk with them and begin to shout together, begin to release something together. 
Come on in this place. Hallelujah. God, give us strategy. God, give us strategy. God, give us strategy. God's strategy requires listening. Somebody shout listening. One more time. Somebody shout listening. I want you to go this week. Keep playing. Keep playing. Can you feel that the atmosphere is shifting already? Atmosphere is shifting already in this place. I want you to go home this week. And every day, I want you to take just five to ten minutes before you run out of bed, before you go on Twitter or Facebook. I want you to take five minutes and just dare listen to what God is saying to you. Just dare to wait and listen to what God is saying. And when you get overwhelmed in your job, I want you to stop for a second and just listen one more time. And in the night time before you get, before you go to bed, stop and listen. Huh? Before you speak back to your wife, just stop and listen for one second and you're not going to fight any longer. Before you go back to that school and you're upset, I dare you to just listen because just maybe God is doing something and you just don't see it. Somebody shout, listen, 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 listen. God, give us your strategy. God, give us your strategy. We're going to worship in this place. And I want you to practice. You can just, when you listen, when you wait, you can worship him. You can hear, you can voice, you can do whatever. Just, just position yourself, whatever helps you to listen. Worship helps you to do that. Hallelujah. And then when God begins to speak to you, just begin to praise him for it. Begin to worship him for it. Begin to praise him for it. Hallelujah. Oh, come on. Let's just put our hands together and worship Jesus. Hallelujah. 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 Come on, lift up the music. Lift up the music. Lift up the music. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Come on, just begin to worship. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Just begin to listen. Sing on your mics, worshipers. Hallelujah. We love you. We give you praise. Release strategy in this place. God, we're listening.
We quiet our spirits. Speak, Lord Jesus. Speak, Lord Jesus.